This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand that I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce the Plus CBD Reserve Collection, a specially curated blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids. Rich and bold, the Reserve Collection products elicit strong feelings of calm, comfort and relief when intense support is needed. Enjoy a deeper CBD experience with Plus CBD's reserve collection of oils and gummies. All of their products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. And with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new reserve collection. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin, your host of this program. Thank you for downloading and listening to these podcasts. Uh, Dr. Hoffman and I truly appreciate our listening audience and any questions that you have, you can direct to radio program at AOL.com. That's radio program at AOL.com. If there are questions you want me specifically to answer, it's the same email and I appreciate them. I appreciate your comments as well. Topics of interest. Something I wanted to talk to you about a few things today that uh, uh, there is a recent study where they are finding, they're finding that probiotics improve nausea and vomiting in pregnancy. And this is a first-of-its-kind study. The researchers at the UC Davis School of Medicine found that probiotics significantly improve the symptoms of pregnancy-related nausea, vomiting, and constipation. And the findings were published in the journal Nutrients. Nausea and vomiting affect about 85% of pregnancies and can significantly impact quality of life, particularly in the first trimester. Early pregnancy is typically when nausea and vomiting occurs, and it can normally resolve itself after that. For, you know, a small minority of women, it can go through the entire pregnancy. If that occurs, it's kind of tough to do. Cause of nausea and vomiting during pregnancy is unknown to this date, according to researchers. And various theories have been proposed, but none of them is conclusive. Nausea, vomiting, and constipation during pregnancy can significantly diminish the quality of patients' lives, no doubt, right? Once nausea and vomiting during pregnancy progress, they can become difficult to control, and sometimes the patient even needs to be hospitalized. This is hyperemesis, right? Uh, you know, we've advised uh, some of our patients to take some B vitamins or additional B6. Maybe they can take some ginger Ginger tea can be helpful with nausea and things like that, but, you know, sometimes it can go to the extreme. Well, 
the researchers started looking at probiotics, which we know is beneficial bacteria. It's found in fermented foods like yogurt, kefir, sauerkraut, kimchi, tempeh, right? And probiotics, they're also available, as you know, as food supplements, right? As well as prebiotics, and some even offer combination of prebiotics and probiotics, and there's all kinds of things out there like soil-based probiotics and symbiotics and postbiotics. Anyway, let me concentrate on the study. So these probiotics, we know, they offer support to a, cum a community of different uh, microbes, and we call this the microbiome in our GI tract. And not only in our GI tract, we're kind of in a holobiome. You've heard me describe this before. Uh, like Pigpen, the character on the Peanuts comics, the Charles Schultz comics, Peanuts, with Charlie Brown and Lucy and Schroeder and, and all of them, that character Pigpen, he was always uh, surrounded by like a whirl or a cloud of dust. We're kind of like a holobiome that way. So the microbiome is not simply in our GI tract. It's on our skin. It's within our vicinity, <laughs> so to speak. We're kind of a holobiome, which has been uh, the, the description of, uh, of doctors, especially a doctor, Stephen Gundry, who wrote a very interesting book called The Plant Paradox. Anyway, I don't want to digress too much. So back to this pregnancy and, and probiotics. During pregnancy, hormones like estrogen and progesterone increase, bringing about physical changes, right? No kidding. These increases can also change the gut microbiome, which likely affects the digestive system functions and causes unwanted symptoms like nausea, vomiting, constipation. And the researchers set out to determine whether supplementing with a probiotic could be beneficial for gastrointestinal function during pregnancy. And this study lasted for 16 days, two weeks and two days. A total of 32 participants took a probiotic capsule twice a day for six days and then took two days off. And then they repeated the cycle. So six days taking a probiotic with two days off, eight-day cycle. And then they repeated again for another eight-day cycle, so a total of 16 days. The probiotics were available over-the-counter, and they mainly contain lactobacillus, which is very popular, lactobacillus uh, acidophilus, for example, but the lactobacillus uh, genus, which is a type of good bacteria. And each capsule contained approximately 10 billion live cultures at the time of manufacture. Participants kept 17 daily observations of their symptoms during the duration of the study for a total of 535 observations for the researchers to statistically assess. Now, what the researchers found was that taking the probiotic significantly reduced nausea and vomiting. Nausea hours, which was the number of hours participants felt nauseous, were reduced by 16%.
and the number of times they vomited was reduced by 33%. Wow, that's significant, 33%. Probiotic intake also significantly improved symptoms related to quality of life, such as fatigue, poor appetite, and difficulty maintaining normal social activities as scored by questionnaires. Probiotics were also found to reduce constipation significantly. You know, we've even found this in our patients who weren't pregnant. They would take heroic amounts of fiber, right, for their constipation, drink lots of water, but that didn't do the trick. And finally, they take a probiotic and a probiotic, and voila, the constipation has been abated, which is great. So in this case, among those who were pregnant, the subjects, the pregnant women, probiotics were also found to reduce constipation significantly. The researchers say over the year, we've observed that probiotics can reduce nausea and vomiting and ease constipation. It's very encouraging that the study proved this to be true. Probiotics have also benefited many other patients who weren't in the study, as I've just said of my own experience and even Dr. Hoffman's experience, right? So new clues from gut microbes and byproducts. The participants of the study also contributed fecal specimens, you know, stool samples, before and during the study. The samples were analyzed to identify the type and number of microbes and the different byproducts of digestion. This allowed the researchers to examine whether biomarkers in the fecal specimens corresponded with more severe nausea and assess how the probiotics affected participants who began the study with different baseline biomarkers. So one finding was that a low amount of bacteria that carry an enzyme named bile salt hydrolase, which generates bile acid to absorb nutrients, was associated with more pregnancy-related vomiting. Probiotics increase bile salt hydrolase-producing bacteria, which may explain why the supplements decreased levels of nausea and vomiting. Another finding was that high levels of the gut microbes Ackermansia and A. mucinophila at the beginning of the study were associated with more vomiting. Now, the probiotic significantly reduced the amount of those particular microbes and also reduced vomiting. This suggests that Ackermansia and A. mucinophila may be reliable biomarkers that can predict vomiting in pregnancy. Another finding was that vitamin E levels increased after taking probiotics. Higher levels of vitamin E were associated with low vomiting scores. This is interesting. And quote, this research 
provides key insights about the impact of gut microbes on gastrointestinal function during pregnancy. Our gut microbiota explains why we are what we eat and why bacteria-generated metabolites and products have a huge impact on human health. They affect the gastrointestinal tract as well as skin health and neurological function and beyond. Absolutely, that's true. And you know what? It is also said that we eat what we eat what the animals eat, right? That in, in our animal protein. So you want to be sure, right? To get good quality protein, organic, clean, grass-fed, all of that kind of thing. And what we eat and what our microbiota eat and the bacteria they generate is really a significant function of human health. So although the findings are intriguing, the researchers caution that due to the small sample size, remember this was only, you know, a very small sample of 32 participants. Due to the small sample size, further studies will be needed to confirm the effects of the probiotics, certainly. And quote, our previous work showed the benefits of probiotics in preventing liver inflammation. The current study might be one of the first to show the benefits of probiotics in pregnancy. It would be interesting and important to further test whether probiotics can reduce nausea and vomiting caused by chemotherapy in cancer patients. Hey, absolutely. So this is a very, very interesting study about the probiotics in nausea and and vomiting. Now, do you love your citrus fruit, your oranges, your grapefruit, your lemons? Well, a recent investigation by the Environmental Working Group, that's Environmental Working Group, EWG.org, and you can find this information there, EWG.org. They identified some antifungal medication, some antifungal spray, right? Identified as imazolil and thiabendazole. Imazolil and thiabendazole are nearly 90% of non-organic citrus fruit samples, and more than half the samples contain both. These fungicides are known to be gender benders, I like to say. These are hormone-disrupting fungicides. They adversely impact the endocrine system, right, which regulates our metabolism, growth and development, and they can also harm the reproductive system, right? California has classified amazolil as a carcinogenic cancer-causing agent. Now, the highest levels of amazolil and thiabendazole were found on mandarins, oranges, lemons, and grapefruits. And these fungicides are typically applied after harvesting to prolong shelf life. 
However, these fungicides, amazolil and thiabendazole, were not found on organic products. This is another reason to go organic, people. So, and according to the findings, the average concentration of amazolil was approximately, was approximately 20 times what environmental working group scientists recommend at the higher acceptable levels, acceptable limits to protect children against increased cancer risk. However, more research is needed to determine the upper limits of children being exposed to thiabendazole. Listen, children are small. They are smaller than us. So the same dose of hormone to a child as compared to an adult body is going to be a much bigger whack to the child, a much bigger impact to the child, right? Wouldn't you say? Makes sense. So get this, imported citrus has been found to contain more fungicide residue than domestic. So at least try to get local, organic, or within the United States. What was really surprising is that the imported conventionally grown citrus samples were shown to have over four times the amount of amazolil, though three samples contain no pesticide residues. This is, this is important to know. And the amount of thiabendazole was similar in domestic U.S. and imported samples. Longer transport time and storage may have contributed to the increase in the use of amazolil. Listen, because of this, you don't, you want to buy local. It's another reason not just to go organic, but to get it locally. Your local farmer, maybe your local got the organic label. It takes years to get, but if he tells you and you trust him in that he tells you he's not using these fungicides or any other, right? Spraying his crops with any other. More important, because you're going to eat cleaner food, you're going to eat cleaner citrus. Go local, go organic. So, you know, it's not just about the thick skin on the fruit, like a banana or a, or a pineapple or citrus. You know, that recommendation has changed, right? And even Glenn Sabin, who's a cancer coach, He's changing his recommendations. This is Glenn Sabin, a cancer coach, that the recommendation is to continue to follow environmental working groups, Dirty Dozen and Clean 15, right? If you go to ewg.org, you could see the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. Here are the Dirty Dozens. I'll name them for you. Strawberries, spinach, Kale, collard, and mustard greens, nectarines, apples, grapes, cherries, peaches, pears, bells and hop peppers, celery, and tomatoes. Those were the dirty dozen. Now, here are the clean 15. And again, you can find this at ewg.org. The clean 15 are avocados, sweet corn, pineapple, onions, papaya, sweet peas, eggplant, asparagus, broccoli, cabbage, kiwi, cauliflower, mushrooms, honeydew melon, and cantaloupe. So, important to know. You want to be able to buy local. You want to be able to buy organic. Even at the farmer's markets, 
I see lots of people talking to the produce people there who are selling, and some of the farmers themselves come to sell what they're growing. So it's important to have a conversation. It's important to ask, what are they using? Maybe they don't have the organic label yet. It's tough to get. It can take years to get the USDA organic label. So ask, have a conversation. It's worth your time. It's worth your while to find out. And you're supporting your local farmers, which is always a good thing. And they can always bring you better and and fresher products. Important to know. So another reminder to you to email me with questions, topics of interest, radio program at AOL.com. That's radio program at AOL.com. And if you don't already subscribe to the Intelligent Medicine newsletter, you may do so. It's free. We don't spam you. Go to drhoffman.com. That's drhoffman.com and sign up. You get it about once a week. Thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In here on Intelligent Medicine. Do you suffer with chronic pain? Are you taking risky over-the-counter or prescription anti-inflammatory drugs? This is Dr. Ronald Hoppe with a better natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, Liquid Turmeric Liposome Complex. Future Farm's liquid turmeric with liposomes and nanotechnology delivers maximum absorption for effective pain relief. Sourced and manufactured in the United States, this product contains 1,600 milligrams of curcumin and powerful antioxidant properties. This plant-based curcumin is used to possibly reduce inflammation, block proteins that trigger swelling, and intercept inflammatory pathways, significantly decreasing inflammatory responses. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Don't live with pain when there's an all-natural, science-based remedy that works. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.